Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Around this time last year, the Florida Panthers were not in the best place. Posting the best regular season record in the NHL last season, the Panthers ended the playoffs on the wrong end of an all-Florida showdown, getting swept in the second round by the Tampa Bay Lightning. And for many people, it felt like this organization was at a crossroads. But I think I think a series lost like this, I, I don't, I'm not saying you have to clean house, but does one of the stars have to get moved and they need some kind of dynamic change there? I don't think it's off the table. But now, a year later, the Panthers are in the Stanley Cup Finals and it's largely thanks to one very polarizing man. Today, Sean Gentili of The Athletic explains how Matthew Kachuk, a guy who gets under his opponent's skin and then silences them with huge goals, became both the hero and the anti-hero that Florida needed. There's a few players in every generation that have that rep where it's like you hate playing against this guy, but you take him on your team 10 times out of 10, and Kachuk is number one on that list for the current crop. Plus, why the man affectionately called the Rat King kind of fits right in in Florida. From Wondery, I'm Anders Kelto. It's Wednesday, May 31st, and this is The Lead. Sean Gentili, welcome back to The Lead. Anders, thanks for having me. So, Sean, we're here today to look at how Matthew Kachuk has been probably the major catalyst for Florida's incredible playoff run this year. I actually wanted to start the story about a year ago with that playoff loss to Tampa that we mentioned in the intro. As you remember it, Sean, what was the narrative around the Florida Panthers after that pretty spectacular playoff collapse? That they needed to figure out how to play postseason hockey. Mm -hmm. Because we saw them come out of nowhere in the regular season that led up to that tear it up, right? There was fire wagon hockey, offense everywhere. They led the league in points. So they won the president's trophy as the best regular season team. And then they show up in the playoffs and get worked over by the Tampa Bay Lightning. They gave the Lightning a 2-1 lead early in the third, then goals from Kucherov and Colton and the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions take game one here in Sunrise, Florida by the score of 4-1. It's a model franchise, not just for regular season success, but for finding that next level in the postseason and being able to reach it. They handed it to the, to, to the Panthers, honestly, over the course of those four games. At the point, kept in, Kucherov, tackling it, goals! Ross Colton with his fifth of the playoffs has stunned the crowd here in Sunrise. So that's what the narrative heading into last offseason turned into, was there's a lot of talent here but they're missing something. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I remember thinking this Florida team just is never going to figure out all this right. talent, but they're just right. not a playoff team. But, you know, in the offseason, the Panthers ended up making what some people have called the biggest trade of the salary cap era, sending probably their best player in Jonathan Huberto to Calgary mm-hmm. and getting Matthew Kachuk in return. Mm-hmm. First, Sean, can you remind us how it was that Matthew Kachuk came to be available in the first place? We knew that Matthew Kachuk pretty early in the process last season won it out of Calgary. He was up for a new contract after it would have been after this past season, but we knew that the rubber was about to meet the road in terms of his long-term future in Calgary. Calgary also had lost another star player in Johnny Gaudreau, who was Matthew Kachuk's line mate. Mm -hmm. Gaudreau made it to unrestricted free agency and shocked the world by signing with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Columbus has won the Johnny Hockey sweepstakes. The Blue Jackets and Johnny Gaudreau have agreed to a seven-year deal worth $68.6 million. The six-time All-Star spent the first nine years of his career with Calgary. Once Goudreau signed with Columbus, Kachuk told the Calgary Flames, listen, I'm not going to resign. So here's your warning. Here's the teams that I will accept the trade to. Do your best. Matthew Kachuk has made it clear. You know, he did something that Johnny Goudreau should have done months ago, which is, hey, I'm just not going to sign in Calgary. No offense. I just want to return closer to home. I want to go to the States. Let's work together to make this a seamless transition for everybody. Matthew Kachuk's father was an NHL All-Star in his own right. Matthew Kachuk is an American-born player. He wanted to make it to the United States specifically. Mm. And he wanted to make it South Florida even more specifically. Well, when you talk about South Florida, what isn't there? Um, I think with the Panthers, very young, hungry team. I think I'm just like that perfect guy that can can try to to go to battle. I'm going to get them over the hump. So I'm really excited for it. So Matthew Kachuk, I don't want to say forced his way there because that sort of puts a little bit too much onus on him because he did do the Calgary Flames a solid by giving them options and giving them time. But the end result was an MVP caliber player about to enter the prime of his career, changing teams at age 25. And that is something we do not see often. And what did the Florida Panthers think that they were getting in Matthew Kachuk? What was his reputation in the league at that time? In Calgary, particularly in his last season there, He'd leveled up. Kachuk scores between the legs. You've got to be kidding me. He does it again. That makes it 5 nothing Calgary. He was a high first-round pick. Again, he had the bloodline thing going because of his father, Keith. So he was a name-brand player. But there was always that next kind of level that we were waiting for him to hit, right? And we saw that start to happen last season. And look who gets it. Kachuk, who's been driving the Predators crazy the whole game. Just across the board, he's a really, really complete offensive hockey player. Then you throw in the physicality, you throw in the less tangible stuff. The reputation he had, it was deserved, was that this guy was the total package in terms of what you look for if you're looking to add a franchise player. And again, the fact that he was available is borderline shocking. It's something that doesn't happen to NHL players all that often. And Florida pounced. I know he has a little bit of a reputation, too, for, like, I don't know, playing with an edge to his game and yeah. being a bit of an instigator, <laughs> provocateur, yeah. et cetera. Sure. When you talk about that element of his personality or, or of his game, that's another area that he's progressed, too, because I think early on he maybe had some trouble harnessing it. We saw it early on in his career with Calgary where there was, like, a series of issues that Calgary had with the Los Angeles Kings, and it was always Matthew Kachuk versus Drew Doughty. Good check by Drew Doughty, who goes low on Kachuk. And this is the first of Dowdy and Kachuk of any significance we've seen. And it's 
A giant dog pile. Every time those teams would meet, it turned into a sideshow where Dowdy and Kachuk couldn't stand each other. Chuck threw Dowdy still down on the ice. And tempers flaring in the final 20 seconds of the first period. Here comes Dowdy. Yeah, and there's the left elbow right into the chin by Kachuk. He knows how to annoy people. It's something that he's not afraid to tap into. Matthew Kachuk stealing pucks like out of the net. All that sort of stuff, which is all funny. Kachuk put the puck in after the whistle and Nurse didn't like it at all. I think this is what Darnell Nurse is just taking exception to. And of course, with Matthew Kachuk out there, he's going to try to get as many licks in as he can. But it also, it tipped over into like distraction sideshow territory, mm. largely because the production wasn't there either. And the success on the on the team level wasn't there either. And I think what we've seen is him figuring out how to harness it a little bit more effectively. And is it fair to say that Kachuk is one of those guys who players hate to play against, but really love having on their team? Was that part of what Florida knew they were getting when they brought him in? A hundred percent. Two of my colleagues at The Athletic, Haley Salvian and Jeremy Rutherford, they wrote earlier in the playoffs like an oral history sort of thing of, of like how did Matthew Kachuk turn into this guy, right? The guy, capital T, capital G. And it's dotted with guys who he played with going back to juniors who came into their relationship with Matthew maybe with some preconceived notions or some stuff that he pulled on them when they were opponents and then once you end up on the right side of him pulling in the same direction, things change, right? And that's, there's no bigger compliment for a hockey player. Well, even with Matthew Kachuk in their lineup this past season, this Florida team really underachieved mm-hmm. for a good chunk of the regular season. They were, I believe, below 500 into the month of January. What is your sense of what was going wrong for Florida early on in the season? A lot of it was goaltending. So the Panthers have Sergei Bobrovsky, who's a big money, big name goaltender. He just wasn't his best for the first few months of the season. Also, there's an adjustment period, right? Because they did make wholesale changes. Jonathan Huberdeau is a great player, and he was a, a staple of the Panthers lineup for more than a decade going back. You take him out of the mix, things are going to change. Mackenzie Weger is the other player who was traded for Matthew Kachuk. Mackenzie Weger is a top pair defenseman. He's a guy you throw out there against the other team's best players, and he succeeds. So they subtracted major pieces from their lineup to bring in Matthew Kachuk and also made a coaching change. They bring in Paul Maurice, who's been an NHL coach for almost as long as either of us has been alive. And then also the other thing, and this is kind of a three-pronged thing for why the Panthers, it took them so long to become themselves, is they were really unlucky. And there's a lot of different ways to quantify that in hockey. We don't need to get into them. But those guys over the course of 45 or 50 or 55 games, you know, were playing better than their record suggested. Well, the Panthers were on the verge of not even making the playoffs. You know, they had to claw their way in as an eight seed. And Sean, some people have suggested that a turning point actually came when Matthew Kachuk's dad, the hockey legend Keith Kachuk, made an appearance on a radio show. Can you explain what happened there and how it might have jump-started the Florida Panthers? So we should talk about the Kachuks just in general. At this point, they're one of the first families of American hockey, right? Because you have Keith Kachuk who played for the St. Louis Blues and he played for the Arizona Coyotes and he was an all-star himself, borderline Hall of Fame caliber player. Matthew is his son, obviously. Brady Kachuk is his other son. He's a couple years younger than Matthew. He's a 
star for the Ottawa Senators, and he's only going to get better. And Keith Kachuk, over the course of his career, and even more so afterwards, he's just gotten this reputation as being a guy who's he's great with the media, and he's a great quote, <laughs> and he's great to talk to about Matthew or Brady or even their daughter Taryn is a field hockey star at the University of Virginia. My mom was four foot nine, which I can't believe I came out of that. <laughs> um, she she just said to me like, "How how crazy is this, Keith? Like." You know, we got to do this with you. Now you get to watch your kids do it. And that's, that's incredible. It's, we're just laughing. Keith Kachuk is like ultimate hockey dad, right? <laughs> that's the mode he's kind of shifted into. And everyone loves talking to him. And he never says no. <laughs> and Keith, at that kind of pivotal point in the Panthers season, he came out and called it like he saw it. Keith Kachuk with the comments on the radio yeah. a few weeks ago at the end of the regular season, calling the Florida Panthers soft. Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what he said. I'm a little disappointed with the Panthers. They are a soft team and they are getting everything they deserve right now. Does Keith you can attribute the 180 that the Panthers have done since then. You, you can be like me and maybe say, all right, it's probably because of goaltending. It's probably because of this. <laughs> or you can uh, think with your gut a little bit more and say, all right, this is because Keith, a.k.a. Big Walt, which is his nickname, <laughs> Big Walt called out the boys on the radio. And could be a little from column A, a little from column B. Mm -hmm. The important thing to remember, though, is since then, Keith Kachuk, he's in timeout. Matthew said, Dad, that's it. <laughs> also, I talked to your dad today. Is it true that you kind of put him into a timeout in terms of doing media? Yeah, I, I, that is true. He's in. Uh, he's still in timeout till uh, hopefully uh, for a few more weeks if, you know, when, when we win. But uh, No more radio interviews, no more on-camera stuff. You can text Earth reporters. Maybe you can talk to them briefly, but your days of calling in Sports Suck Radio, <laughs> they are over for the foreseeable future. Love the dad muzzle. <laughs> Well, Sean, the Panthers' reward for going on that late-season run and making the playoffs was a matchup with literally the best team in the history of the NHL, <laughs> the record-setting Boston Bruins, who looked absolutely untouchable. But, you know, this became one of the most exciting and intense first-round series that I think I've ever seen. How did Florida manage to get by the Bruins? A lot of had to do with Matthew Kachuk. Uh -huh. We can't credit him for everything. That's a really deep hockey team, right? Where they have four lines that can score, four lines that can get sustained zone time, and four lines that can kind of beat Boston at their own game. As we're previewing the playoffs and everyone's all in on the Bruins, obviously, because they were winning games at a rate that literally has never been seen before in the National Hockey League, we'd be stupid to pick against them, right? Right. But as you look under the hood and you crack things open and you look at the way the Florida plays and the way that they've played Boston in the past, I promise you, Anders, this is not hindsight. You're like, okay, this is going to be a tougher matchup for Boston than we thought. We've talked, I think, at certain points throughout this about the effect that Matthew Kachuk has against the guys he's playing against, right? Matthew Kachuk as the irritant. Matthew Kachuk <laughs> is, is the agitator. I don't think it's a coincidence that after a run-in with him, Boston Bruins goaltender Linus Hallmark, smart money is on him to win the Vezina Trophy as the league's top goaltender this year. Yeah. Had a run-in with Matthew Kachuk. Hallmark wanted a piece of him, big time, right? <laughs> he just had enough. So he shakes the gloves off. Here's oh, Kachuk. There he goes. Hallmark ready to go. He's getting rid of the gloves. Hallmark getting rid of the mask. He wants a piece of Kachuk, but... Not long after that, Allmark's game went on a decline. The Panthers' climb out of that 3-1 deficit began, and, you know, here we are. Keeping it alive. Carlo can't grab it. It comes to Verhage. Turns, shoots, scores! Carter Verhage! And the Panthers have eliminated the Boston Bruins! 
Well, after helping his team stun the Bruins, Matthew Kachuk had even more heroics in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Carolina Hurricanes. And Sean, you've written that Kachuk is now achieving a level of star power that we don't often see in the sport of hockey. Can you explain what you mean there? The dude just has something. He's got some X factor. He's got juice. He moves the needle in a way that we just don't typically see from hockey players, if, if we're being honest. He's got personality. He's got on-ice production. He's got a flair for the dramatic. And then he's also capable of going on TNT afterwards and being funny. Remember, your biggest job now is to take care of your dad tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. He's looking at the red eyes from Vegas to Miami or Vegas to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Going to try to go back and forth. But uh, and being engaging and speaking in a way that grabs the average fan or grabs the casual fan. They put in my dad never had an opportunity to play in a Stanley Cup final, so I think he's living this through me and, and my family, even my brother. Yeah. I know he also plays, so... Um, you know, to have his support is, is unbelievable. He's, he's rooting so hard. So the end result, especially after this series, because again, two straight overtime winning goals in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Carolina Hurricanes. On the second one in Raleigh, Matthew Kachuk scores, doesn't break stride, skates directly for the gate. the let's get the hell out of here motion to the rest of his team, right? He's like, all right, boys, let's go. We're done. It's over. Let's get out of here. Right. And those are the things, especially on TV, it pops, right? You see this and you're like, who is this dude? And the end result there is you have Jimmy Butler with the Miami Heat wearing his jersey during a shoot around. And you have Charles Barkley shouting him out during TNT broadcast. This we guy, are not worthy. He's a nonstop highlight reel. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Kachuk, we are not worthy. I'm going to pass the torch. You better than your dad keep. That stuff does not happen with hockey players for a variety of reasons. And he's been the guy that stepped up and kind of elevated the profile of the sport, really. Not just the Florida Panthers, not just himself. The sport overall over the last couple weeks is better off for what Matthew Kachuk has done for him. Okay, coming up, the somewhat uncanny connection between Matthew Kachuk, the Florida Panthers, and a whole bunch of rodents. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15, discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bikeclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe 
how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Shifting gears here a little bit, Sean, the Florida Panthers have always been a bit perplexing to me Mm -hmm. as an organization, especially in terms of their fan base. You know, they've struggled to fill seats at different points in their history. And I have to say, it always strikes me as a little odd to see so many, you know, bronzed forearms and Hawaiian (laughs) shirts in the stands at a hockey game. Yeah, we need pasty skin and, you know, (laughs) winter caps. Yes. Seasonal affective disorder. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. This team also has one of the more unusual traditions in hockey, one that involves throwing plastic rats onto the ice. Could you explain how that bizarre tradition came to be for those who are not familiar? Oh my goodness, we're going back almost 30 years now, which makes me feel just ancient because I do remember when this happened. I remember it well as a big Pittsburgh Penguins fan. That is where the rats thing for Florida really took hold in 1995-96. There was a rat in the dressing room at their old rink, wherever it was on the edge of the swamps there. (laughs) Scott Mellenby happened to score a couple of goals that night in the game. And after the game, the media goes in and talks to goaltender John Van Beesbrook. And Van Beesbrook says, yeah, Mellenby was great tonight. He actually had a rat trick because he scored two on the ice and there was a rat running in the locker room. Mellenby wound up with the stick, slap shotted the rat into the wall. That just took on a life of its own during the most successful run that they've had in franchise history up to this point. They made the Stanley Cup final, ended up losing. But fans keyed on that and somehow turned one of the players killing a rat that was in the locker room into throwing plastic rats onto the ice. Not yet controlled by Shepard over the front. The rat theme, it's inextricable from the franchise at this point. <laughs> if a Florida Panther is scoring a big goal, especially in the spring, you are going to see some plastic rats make their way onto the ice. <laughs> Here comes Huberdeau, moving in. Huberdeau makes the move, and he scores! And on rat night at the bb Center, the rats come raining down on the ice. All right, well, you know, this might be a bit of a reach, but as you know, Sean, in hockey, the term rat is often used to describe a player who is, you know, dirty and a little bit cheap, also pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. I think all of those words, as we've discussed, <laughs> could be used to describe Matthew Kuchuk's game or, you know, at least an element of his game. Mm-hmm. I also saw that someone has made a T-shirt of a rat wearing the number 19 Matthew Kuchuk Florida jersey mm-hmm. with the phrase, the rat king, across the chest. And I believe this has been done in a sort of proud or celebratory way. So... Again, maybe a little bit of a stretch here, but is there something to Matthew Kachuk thriving in an environment in Florida where they literally love rats? <laughs> it's almost too good, right? Because to call a <laughs> hockey player a rat, it's like sometimes it's a negative, sometimes it's a positive. We've heard the Rat King name thrown around before. People applied it to Brad Marchand in Boston, who's similar to Kachuk. There's another level there. He's a great player. That's what gets tied up there. Yeah, he's a pain in the ass. Yeah, he annoys people. Yeah, he's got those rat tendencies. 
but the on ice production and how he incorporates that kind of crap disturbing elements with just being an A1 top tier hockey player in terms of skill. I don't think there's any better way to wrap it up. That's a label that Matthew Kachuk, I think, is going to wear with a certain amount of pride. And I don't think anybody should be surprised by that. (laughs) All right. Well, lastly here, bringing it back to the Florida fan base. What do you think it would mean to this rat-loving fan base and to Matthew Kachuk if they do indeed hoist the cup? Something we didn't talk about way back when, way back in last July, whenever Matthew Kachuk was traded from Calgary to Florida, there were a lot of people, myself included, who were like, "Mm, yeah, Florida, you sure? Mm. You sure if you don't want to maybe force your way to New York or the LA Kings were were looking to add a big money, big name player at that point. But ultimately, Matthew Kachuk, that was number one on his list. Mm. He wanted to go play for the Panthers. So this would be, I think, proof of concept for him in, in a lot of ways. That's something I think of, is that Matthew Kachuk would have called his shot and been rewarded for it. And then also just more generally, it's only a good thing to grow hockey in places like South Florida, to have that peak level of success this season, potentially. And then also have a team that's built for the long term, that's good for the area, that's good for the franchise, and it's good for the game. Maybe not good for the rats. Maybe not good for the rats. And maybe not good for the rest of the Eastern Conference because they're on year one of Matthew Kachuk in South Florida. So good luck to everybody else if this is what we can expect. (laughs) Sean Gentilly, thanks so much for uh, joining us today and breaking all this down. Anders, as always, love to be here. You can find a link to Sean Gentilly's stories about Matthew Kachuk in our show notes and at theathletic.com. And you can hear more from him on the Athletic Hockey Show podcast. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by Matt Straub and edited by me, Andres Kelto. Audio editing by Adrian Tapia. Fact-checking by Charlotte Edmonds. Sound design and mixing by Joe Richardson. The rest of our team includes Tiff Oshinsky, Daniel Gonzalez, Ian Hurley, and Matt Beagle. Our executive producer is me, Andres Kelto. The lead is executive produced by Dave Easton, Marshall Louie, and Jen Sargent for Wondery. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Friday. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Lead ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. And before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.